Hey guys, welcome back. Hope you had a good weekend. Good, safe weekend. Uh, Amy, how are you? Doing good. How yeah. about you? Good. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. How do you feel about energy drinks? Because mm. I have one. I don't drink them often. I never even had this kind before. I've had that kind. It's called Celsius Heat. Dang. Yeah. Sounds legit. I was really needing it this morning. <laughs> and I'm not a big energy drink person, <laughs> but I was kind of dragging. Thoughts? I, okay, so I didn't know it said heat. I've had Celsius before, and it made me feel jittery or something. But I guess as long as you feel okay every once in a while if you need it, I'm okay with it. But I just wouldn't become dependent on them. Okay. I mean, I like the taste of this kind. Mm -hmm. I like the taste of Red Bull. I do too. Mm. Oh, yeah. Me too. I love it. Yeah, like I like energy drink. What? Back in the day, our early days of this radio show, I used to drink a Red Bull every morning. Well, back in the day, people thought you should work out and drink a Red Bull. Oh, my gosh. Oh, for sure. And I did. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a thing. Yeah, we would. I would. I would wake up. I'd go to my fridge and I would pop open a Red Bull and then I'd drive to work and meet you. I'd be like, "What up?" Hey, did you get? Did you feel a difference when you drank the heat? No, I, uh, I don't know. Maybe I was down. I don't know. I was just dragging butt this morning. Okay. And so I was like, "Let me have an energy drink." It may do it like once every couple of weeks. Yeah, I think that that's fine. But it says it, the flavor is strawberry dragon fruit. Mm. What the heck is a dragon fruit? <laughs> I know what a strawberry is, but. Dragon fruit uh, is like the little... But is it a real fruit or yes, is it a weird so. name? Yes, dragon fruit's a fruit. Dragon fruit. It's like when you it, cut it open, it has the little black dots in it. And it's like pink. Oh, it's cute. I don't yeah. think they have this at Kroger. That's a dragon fruit? Yeah. It's real. And that's a real... That's not just... Huh. No, it's like grown from God. And the real name of it is dragon fruit. Yes. <laughs> Well, well, it's Am I a, so stupid to know that no, dragon fruit is not a real fruit? It face? says pitaya. No, I don't think that you're stupid. Dragon fruit is also known as pitaya or See. the strawberry pear. It's a beautiful tropical fruit that is sweet and crunchy. The plant, the fruit. I thought dragon fruit, was, they just wanted it to be like flamey. <laughs> no. Or like, huh. No, it's a real thing. Hey, I'm an idiot. <laughs> so if you saw one of these in the wild, you'd be like, that's a dragon fruit. I think so. Let's go climb the dragon fruit tree. Mm. No, I think I would. What, Morgan, number two, would you? Yeah. Yeah, maybe I know what they are. Maybe girls know more fruit than boys. <laughs> maybe. Probably. Pa- passion fruit. Okay. What What's is that? Pa- I don't What's, know what that I just looks thought like. passion fruit was like a fruit that was like extra. Like they wanted you to feel passionate about it. <laughs> no. I can't describe what a passion fruit looks like, but I could describe to you a dragon fruit. I never I- thought that was real. I'll go and, and be an idiot. Wow, passion fruit's like a big purple. Looks like a big plum. Oh. We didn't have dragon fruits or passion fruits growing in Arkansas. No, neither in South Texas either. Right. I, I think they grow elsewhere. Oh, the land of dragons? <laughs> no, but <laughs> or the land more of passion. like Game tropical of Thrones. places. <laughs> yeah, jeez. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, um, energy drinks, you do them? Uh, uh, very rarely, but yeah. I'll do a five-hour. I'll do five-hour energy. Yeah. I would only I do those like before shows. If yeah. I was to kind of dragon during it before I'd go do stand-up or Eddie, I'd do a music show. I'd knock it down a five-hour energy. I want to try one just to see what will happen, but then I'm scared. What if I come down hard? And I don't want I don't want to come it's down. It's not a drug. That's a weird fear. <laughs> if you come down hard. Yeah, I don't want to be all tired and dragging. You know after. how you keep from coming down? You stay up there. That's right, man. Yeah. <laughs> Morgan number two has gathered some of the most asked questions from our social media. Question number one. Now that you're in a serious relationship, have you stopped seeing your couples therapist or going to therapy in general? Well, I was going online a little bit on my phone. You can't go in anywhere. I think that's just a a weird question right now because Corona shifted things. So no, I'm not going right now, but not because of 
the relationship status, but because of what's happening with the world. Will you go back when things kind I of think return? so. And I don't know. What, I don't know. But I'll, I'll, I hope to go back. I think therapy is awesome. But incomplete. I'm going to give an incomplete answer on that one. What's next? Is Hillary still a part of the show? Yes. Yes. Hil- utility Hillary is doing all the utility things in, in, <laughs> in the back room. What else? Will there be any more of the limited edition Pimp and Joy items that sold out? Amy? Good question. Well, I know a lot of people are curious about the red, white, and blue tie-dye. So maybe that's what they're talking about. And some of that has to do with coronavirus and... the Coronas? Pe- I know. And polluting the, all of our answers here. Some of the manufacturers that make the stuff and the printer and da-da-da, it has to do with that. So we'll, hopefully. hopefully we'll keep you posted. Okay, yeah. what else? When will Scuba Steve be doing his Screamo performance? We learned that our executive producer, Scuba Steve, fronted a Screamo band. Yeah. He was the lead singer, and he didn't really sing. He just screamed. Yeah, the screamer. I don't know. I haven't been in the mood, honestly. I think I need to be in that mood. To hear the scream? To hear him scream as a lead singer. Because I will do it. Yeah. But I got to be in that place. I'm not there right now. <laughs> yeah. <you're- laughs> he sounds like he's ready. Always. All right. What else? Can we bring back celebrity sightings? Yeah, once celebrities are out. I mean, I think, listen, a lot of the stuff that we're doing and not doing is mostly because of people just aren't out that much yeah. right now. Um, sure. If you see somebody on the street, call us. Let us know. What else? And what about a Raging Idiot's appearance on the Opry show that you do? Well. Don't they have to invite us? To just a play? Yeah. Well, I mean, I produce the show, the, the Grand Ole Opry. Oh, well then, dude, what are we doing? <laughs> no, I don't think that'll be us. Like, re- they've done no no comedy. We've done no comedy. Yeah, they, and they've had, you guys have had some legit Massive stars, yes. I, not for now. I think once people can go back into the Opry and we do... 250, 300 people in that massive auditorium and can socially distance everybody, Eddie and I could go back and do a show. But right now, when there's no one there, you kind of need laughs when you're doing comedy. That's imagine true. going to Imagine watching a comedy show with no crowd. Yeah, that'd be weird. Because you part yeah, of it's the weird. laugh that's happening. Yeah. So no. Is that it, Morgan? It is, but I do have another question. Go ahead. What about doing a Raging Idiots performance on our Facebook page? No, again, there's no laughing. We do comedy songs. Just like songs your songs, now. though. But, but comedy we, we like songs. to bounce off the crowd. Okay. Like, you know, well, I figured that would be a new, follow-up question. The, the so. new year and a half, two years of the Raging Idiots has been really comedy songs more than it has been sing-along songs. Mm-hmm. We need laughs. We could pipe them in like we do at our other shows. <laughs> we do not pipe them <laughs> in. No, we don't. All right, cool, Morgan. Though. Thank you. There you go. Those are questions for social media. Thank you, guys. Here we go. Coming from the Bass Pro Shops and Cabela Studio on Music Row, the Bobby Bone Show. Yeah. The story said about 70% of parents that they want their house to be the cool house with their kids and the friends. Yeah. Do you think about that? Yes. When we moved, that's what we decided since we were moving. We thought we might as well find a house that maybe the kids will want to invite their friends over to and play at our house. So that way they'll, they'll stay here. What about your house will make it the cool house to your kids' friends? Well, now we have a yard that's flat. Oh, I didn't think about that. All the kids talk oh. about the flattest yard in town. <laughs> That's a weird That's one, really what they, yeah. Well, like, hey, Philip, where are you trying to hang out? I don't know. Who's got the flattest yard? <laughs> well, guess what we might put in the flat yard? Because our, our last house oh. had a hill, and you couldn't play out there at all. It was on a hill. It was horrible. I couldn't be like, go outside and play, kids. A trampoline, maybe. Mm. Okay, cool. And then I'm putting up a basketball goal. Mm. That's Do you want to hang out there? No, uh, maybe get an Kids. ice skating rink. Um, uh, TV. <laughs> Is this not good enough? What do I need to make it a cool house? I mean, we were just pumped about the yard, but. Well, here are the top six they have. Okay. That to make your house cool, a pool. Okay. You got a pool in your backyard. Yeah. Cable, TV, 
or streaming services they can play? Yeah. Okay. Netflix. Uh, I guess there's only five. Uh, good toys for the young kids. New young toys. Video games at two. Oh. Mm-hmm. And the number one thing that makes your house the cool house is food. Cool snacks. Done. Veggie sticks. Oh, oh boy. Flat, wait, wait, Trent, you're telling me there's veggie sticks and Flatland? I'm in. <laughs> That's the house. Those little. Amy's like, I don't get it. We got the flattest backyard in town and unlimited broccoli and nobody's here. <laughs> there's those cute little applesauce packs, too, that. What are you um, talking about? They- <laughs> oh, boy. Hey, Michael, you got any beer hidden? No, I'm going to go over to Amy. She's got the flat yard. Oh, yeah. yeah. The best house on the block. <laughs> Whatever. I'll get some bagel bites. Don't you worry. Eddie, your kids, do they hang out with other kids in the neighborhood? Uh, no, not really. There are a couple of kids that come over, but not really. They're- Our neighborhood has, I think my kids are just a little shy because there's a-, there's a little group that hangs out uh, behind our house and we can hear them. They sound like young kids. And my kids are always spying on them, like, oh, they look like they could be fun. I'm like, well, go. Go say hi. And they're like, no, no, they're shy about it. So, no, they don't really hang out with uh, a lot of neighborhood kids. Well, maybe they would come to your house if your backyard was flat. You ever think about that? I don't. Is that's it flat, the thing. though? I don't have a flat backyard. See? Yeah, dude. Yep. It's a thing. So my house is not yeah, cool. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> it's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. When Chase Hansen of Salt Lake City was four years old, he noticed a homeless person and asked his dad why the person didn't have a place to stay. That question and that compassion inspired John to work with Chase to help the homeless by donating food whenever they could. Now Chase is 10 years old, so it's been six years, and they've been working to help those in need. The father and the son take homeless people out to lunch once or twice a week, every week, not only to give them a hot meal, but also to learn their stories. Oh, wow. Over 150 lunches later, they now run a charity called Project Empathy, hoping to get others to create friendships with homeless people. And that's what the basis is. Like, just create a friendship because it will invest you into lives. And then hopefully, probably you'll care a bit more. Mm-hmm. And so it's just a great story about a kid and a dad and great pa- great parents too. Yeah, I love that. Like sometimes we go, these kids are great. They're one. This kid's one. And he just built an orphanage. <laughs> and we don't acknowledge the parents yeah, right. at the, in the parenting going on. So I love that story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Lincoln, Nebraska. A woman pulled up to her apartment. She noticed two people carrying out her TV, some other items, and she goes, hey, that's my stuff. The guy takes off running, slips and falls on the ice, and he's like, oh, no, I broke my leg. I broke my leg. So he jumps in the truck, and the accomplice takes him to the hospital where police are waiting for him. How weird to see someone in the act of robbing your house. Oh, Uh, yeah. Like, that part struck me as if you're pulling up to your place, someone's walking out. Mm -hmm. One of my friends who lived in Washington, D.C., said that she went up to her place, her apartment, and it was it had been robbed, right? And it was one of those apartments that, I guess it's like a townhouse more than an apartment. It's two people living there, and it's mm-hmm. split in the middle. Mm-hmm. And she went, she was, hey, do you see somebody come to the house? And the neighbor was like, yeah, the, those construction guys came over and just went to the front door, and they moved a lot of that stuff out. They faked like construction <laughs> people and just went in and grabbed all the oh, stuff wow. and left it like wow. movers. Yeah, okay. And robbed them in plain daylight. Mm. Isn't that crazy? Crazy. Yeah. This poor guy, not poor, but this guy <laughs> who's making his move fell and broke his leg. All right, Lunchbox, that up. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. I got to go maybe next week and get my dog chipped. Is yours chipped? I just got her chipped. 
Did she try to escape? Yes. Like Eddie was in my house and my dog likes to run out the door. But there's nothing out there. I don't know why I like to run out there. But does your dog like that? Yeah. Well, and at our old house, I kind of always could trust that she would come back. And here, now that we've moved, she's getting out and I'm, I'm having to go inside and get treats and make mm. like clink plates together to make a noise because her treat jar makes this noise that's like glass hitting glass. So the other day, actually, she got out and I got two coffee mugs and I banged them together and I think she thought I had the treat jar because I didn't because it's packed somewhere, but it tricked her. And well, she came back. that in trouble though. I was tricking my dog for a while to get him to come back and then now he's like, I don't believe you. Oh, well, oh. I mean, I had to do it. I didn't have a choice because I just got worried. We're in a new neighborhood and I don't know if she knows her way back. So yeah, I went ahead and got her chipped. But yeah, you need to do that. Oh, you so you just got her chipped. Literally just got it done. I wish at this point, though, a chip would tell you exactly where they were. Mm-hmm. Why can't you put a little GPS chip in your dog? Where did that like advance? find my iPhone app like that. Yeah, or just take a do- take an iPhone and then plant it into the dog <laughs> and always know where it is. But I'm just surprised that a chip doesn't tell us exactly. There are these GPS things you can put in the collar, mm-hmm. but I'm not trying to do that. Let's chip it up, you know? Yeah, let's get on that. That's all. How much that cost? Oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. I didn't, I don't know. I, think I should it was, just do it. It was part of a bigger vet bill, but. Your dog sick? No, but she got something else done. Like she has allergies. Your dog has allergies. She does. Well, listen, my dog's sick all the time. He's been sick surgery, seven surgeries in the past year. Yeah. So I get it. So we're not like that. Is it a gluten allergy? No. Nobody <laughs> else has that. But it's something else. And my husband's so irritated by it. <laughs> Let's open up the mailbag. You guys have questions. We have answers. Bobby's Mailbag. Hey, Bobby Bones. My name is Hannah. I live in Albany, Georgia. I listen to your show every day. I'm 14 years old, heading to high school next year. I'm having a little drama with my mom right now because she informed me this weekend that she has set up a couple of interviews for summer jobs. I'm only 14. I told her I don't want a summer job because I need to <laughs> relax before high school. <laughs> hmm. I'm so mad that she went behind my back and filled out applications for me at a local restaurant and her friend's daycare center. Isn't 14 too young for a summer job? At what age did you guys get your first summer job? From Hannah. I'll go first. I was working at 11, mowing yards, like hustling yard business around. But my situation was different. I couldn't afford school clothes, so I had to go at 11, 12 years old and make money to buy school clothes and even to eat sometimes. I think every situation is different. I think the weird thing is your mom didn't tell you. There's still a parent-kid trust that needs to happen. I think if the mom says, hey, you need to go get a job, I'll help you, that's good. I think her filling out applications for her daughter without telling her is a little weird. Because also, too, that's part of the the process of that responsibility of having a job is learning how to apply for a job. My advice I'm going to give you, Hannah, is this. You're 14... I think you should have a little bit of adult responsibility at 14. Just a little bit. Un poquito. Just a little bit. A little relaxing, a little working. You know, relaxing is overrated. Relaxing (laughs) will get you crap. That's true. I know, but I was trying to give it to her because she she clearly wants to relax. Maybe you work. No, you don't need to relax before high school. (laughs) You go home. Stop listening to your rich friends. Life's not that hard at 14. Come on. Um, What I'm going to say is you go back to your mom and say, hey, I'm on the same page with you. I need to have some sort of job. I want some sort of job. But you can go figure out where you want to work. And you make a deal with her and you fill out the application. You do. That's what I would say. Go back, approach her and say, hey, mom, okay, I get the point. You want me to work? I'll work. But can it at least be something that I want to do? That would be my advice. Amy? Yeah, I think that that's – it's 
you're entering that phase of your life where, yeah, you need to start taking some responsibility. And your mom just wants to help you get there. She should have done it with you. But you just go to her and y'all talk it out. And hopefully you find a job that you really enjoy and you can make a little extra money. It'll feel good. Yeah, you'll like that money. You'll mm-hmm. hate that first check you get when you realize the government takes all of it, though. <laughs> but it'll still be cool. <sighs> She'll find out about taxes really quick. <laughs> My thing was, I was doing good. From 11 to 14, I was really making good money. I was like, hustling 20, 30 bucks a yard. Cash. Cash yeah. money. money. And then the I days. go and start doing jobs like uh, busing tables and where they had to actually pay and go. And I was like... Why in the world would I get a job with a paycheck when they take out whatever this fika is? <laughs> We're looking at that fika, be like, what's, what's fika? What's he doing with my money? Uh, th- yeah, that's what I would suggest. Go to your mom, have a talk, compromise. Be like, hey, I'll work, but you gotta let me pick a place I want to work. And that was Bobby's mailbag. Thank you very much. Thanks for hanging out with us. You can always email us. Morgan, how do they email us? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. Bobby Bones, y'all. The Bobby Bones Show. Hey. Eddie, your son's now charging you. Yeah, well, he's been cutting the grass for, I don't know, two months now. It's been part of his just list of what he does because they've got school going on, quarantining, so we made him cut the grass. Well, he's talking to his cousin via little text, you know, because they text each other now. And it turns out his t- cousin in Dallas makes 10 bucks every time he cuts the yard. And so he's like, Dad, yo, what's up? Like, he Luke gets 10, 10 bucks. I get nothing. And I was like, well, what do you want? He's like, I want $10 like Luke does. And I said, no chance. There's no way I'm going to pay you $10 to cut the grass. Why would you say no chance? Yeah, why? Because 10's a lot to cut the grass. I mean, he cuts the grass once, uh, maybe once every other week. Okay. It's a lot. Oh, I thought maybe you'd say, I think it's a little too much, but let's negotiate. Teach him a lesson there. I did. So oh, we, okay. We negotiated. So wait, so, what, what, so wait, what happens? So I said, how about $5? He's like, no chance, Dad. That's too, that's too little. Luke gets 10 I was like, well, Luke may have a little bigger this yard. Luke's annoying me, Eddie. I'm be honest with you. I agree. He's annoying <laughs> me too. So then he said, so he said, five bucks, take it or leave it. He said, I won't do it. Okay, last deal. How about five dollars every other time you cut the grass? Or ten dollars every other time you cut the grass. He goes, ten dollars every other time I cut the grass. Deal, Dad. That's great. Ten bucks. So I win. Oh. It's five dollars. <laughs> like a little bit, you have to be happy that you're paying less, but a little bit, aren't you disappointed he didn't figure that out? Yeah. A little bit. I was like, <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I got a little dumbo over here. <laughs> You, now, but now but, you teach him yes. what he did wrong uh-huh. in his next negotiation. He can do better. When do I tell him, Bones? Like, when do I like get all the money and be like, "Isn't that crazy? Look, you just made when five dollars." When summer's over, when there's no more mowing. Love it. Yeah, teach when mowing's that over, then for next year he can try to renegotiate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny, dude. I know, man. Being a dad. It's time for the good news with Amy. Tell me something good. So a three-month-old puppy got her head stuck in a spare tire. And I mean, they could not get it out because once her little head went through the hole in the spare tire, it started to get swollen and then she couldn't go back out. Mm. So they had to call the fire department and they were trying to figure out the best way to do it. So they put oil around the puppy's necks, tried to slide her out and that didn't work. Um, So finally, they used a safety saw to cut her free. And now the puppy's new nickname is Wheelie Pup. (laughs) And she's doing fine. They could have done better than Wheelie Pup. (laughs) Well, that's what they Because it's a great her. story. But that's a pretty weak nickname. Uh, yeah. Wheelie Pup. And she's doing well since she was freed. She didn't have to be taken to the hospital and they sedated her until she got totally better. But yeah. I'm just glad that she got free and that someone saw it. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, if she got stuck there for too long, that'd be bad. Um, there you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Folks, it's your buddy and mine. Mr. Bobby Bones. Let's go. Trans-
transmitting across America. This is the Bobby Bones Show. That's right. Now, here he is. Turn it up. Come on, Bobby. Okay, let's go over to Amy and get that joke this morning. Here we go. The morning corny. Why did the guy name his dogs Rolex and Timex? Why did the guy name his dogs Rolex and Timex? Because they're his watchdogs. That's pretty good. I like that one. I like that one. There it is. There it is. That was the morning corny. All right, a bonus laugh here. Ready? There's a farmer in North Carolina who has a chicken that can laugh. And so the farmer wants to take video of him. He posted a clip where he tells the chicken a joke. And here's the chicken laughing. Why did the chicken cross the road? To get to the other side. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny. All right, the joke wasn't that funny. I mean, it was a good joke, but it wasn't that funny. But thank you for the support. <laughs> Lunchbox, who did you call? I called Dairy Queen because they have a new animal cracker blizzard, but I called them up acting like I thought it was real animals, and I wanted to know what animals were in the blizzard. Okay, here we go. Thank you. Uh, yes, sir. How you doing? I'm good. Yourself? I'm doing wonderful. I just got a question. I looked online. I saw you have an animal blizzard, and I want to know what animals were eaten. <laughs> uh, none. Well, it says it's an animal blizzard, so I got to eat something. If I'm getting the animal blizzard, there's got to be some kind of animal in there. No, it's a frosted animal uh, cookie dough, cookie blizzard. The frosted animal. So you 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 have frosted animals. So are, did you frost like a polar bear, a lion, tiger? What did we frost? <laughs> uh, I, I think it's just regular ice cream. I'm not for sure. I, I have no idea, sir. I mean, I'm just worried because my neighbor's dog went missing. I mean, I just want to make sure it's not in that blizzard. No, sir. Your neighbor's dog was not in our blizzard. All right. Well, thank you so much, ma'am. You're welcome. That's funny. The neighbor dog line. All right. You call one more? Yeah, call another one. Uh, yes, ma'am. I'm calling because I've read online that you uh, now have animal blizzards, and I'm trying to figure out exactly what animals you're using in those blizzards. Uh, we have an animal cracker cookie blizzard, actually. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I am very opposed to, like, eating dog or cat. Like, I love cow. I love donkey. And so I want to make sure that cows and donkeys are in there, and I don't get any dogs or cats. Um, yeah, it's not me. <laughs> crackers in there. So what animals did you chop up to make the crackers? <laughs> um, actually, I don't prepare them, so I wouldn't know. Oh. But I, but I can ask my manager for you. Oh, oh that would no. Be, yes, thank you. That would make me feel more comfortable. We got the manager okay. coming on? Yep. Alright, here she is. Hello, this is the... Uh, yes, ma'am. How you doing? I'm calling because I saw online that you have an animal blizzard, and I'm just trying to figure out exactly what animals I would be eating when I get that blizzard. You're going to have some deer in there, uh, some lamb, <laughs> and then there's going to be a specialty of some pig. Okay. All right. So that sounds kind of delicious. Now, do you have any, like, other animals, like, any delicacies, like squirrel or anything that I could request for extra? I, of course. You can request anything. You can request squirrel. You can um, request ferret. Um, we also do, um, I'm trying to think of the other. Oh, skunk. It has a nice. The, the oh, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You lost me at skunk. Uh, alligator. What about lions, tigers, anything like that? 
Okay, cool. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. You have a great rest of your day. See that's you soon. Why, Get that ready. She, she's the manager. That's why she's the manager. <laughs> she's awesome. That's funny. All right. Nice job, Lunchbox. There's a new Bobby cast up. That's my music podcast with Gary LaVox. He's the lead singer of Rascal Flats. And so I want to play this for you because this is Gary talking about Rascal Flats forming 20 or so years ago and how they got the name Rascal Flats. You and Jay obviously are related. The with, with Joe Don, did Jay find Joe Don? Is who's who's yeah. what was that? So Jay was the band leader for Shelly Wright, and then he hired Joe Don to play guitar for Shelly. And so they, he had Jay had been telling me about Joe Don, how you know high tenor, how great he sings and plays. So he came down at the Phil and Steel Guitar Bar one night, and it, our guitar player didn't show up. So he he invited Joe Don in, and we did. Uh, Church on the Cumberland Road was the first song we ever did, and the rest was history. We were like, wow, I don't know what that was, but that was, I mean, it was just it was incredible. So we asked him, and that was that. How quickly until you had a name, though? It took a while, because we were, because I think Jay and I were going by Deuces Wild, and then there was three of us in there, so Deuces Wild didn't make any sense. And then, you know, it was hard to come up with a name. And uh, but we we sat there and we we were thinking so we we're Oklahoma because Joe Don's from Oklahoma it's just terrible and then so <laughs> it was awful and so uh, this piano player named Jelly Roll was in town or was playing with us and he was like man back in the sixties I used to have a band called Rascal Flats and uh, we we're like well, what's it mean Jelly he was like hell I don't know no idea and we we're like all right so we literally wrote on a napkin. Uh, and we paid him 500 bucks for the name, so if it did work, we, we could get sued later. That's the story. And how quickly that you guys were like, okay, we're going to do this until you actually started to make any sort of money from an entity bigger than just a bar? So I moved to town February 98, and we got signed in 99. And then, um, but we were humping. I mean, we were killing it every night. We were playing somewhere every night. And then, um, yeah, so, but we were working for tips only, and then we got paid 40 bucks a night. And then, uh, so the, the first real money was, was when we signed our deal with Lyric Street Records. To hear that whole conversation, it's over 30 minutes long. It's a really fun podcast. Just go search for Bobby Cast wherever you listen to your podcast. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. There was a gas station in Michigan. The clerk is behind the counter around midnight. He gets really violently sick. He calls 911. And they rush him to the hospital. Only problem is there's no one to run the gas station. There's people there trying to buy stuff. The firefighter's like, all right, I guess we'll run the gas station. They got behind and started running the cashier and <laughs> checking people out. They ran the gas station until they got a hold of the owner who sent someone up there to take over. That's oh, wow. pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. People are peak miserable. At the age of, Amy, go ahead. At the age of? 40. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> You're walking right up to that. Uh, I know the minute I said it, I was like, oh, I'm not miserable. But I don't know. Some people might. I'm not miserable. Are you not? No. You may be well, the happiest I've ever seen you, correct. as a matter of fact. You got two extra kids. Yeah. You got four kids. And you would think it would be the opposite. But I would have guessed 40 you know, yeah. earlier in my life. But no. Uh, so now, now I'll guess 95. No, stop it. You've already said your piece. <laughs> Um, a study that compared the relationship between well-being and age said that the typical individual reaches its minimum point in midlife around the age of 47. Oh, oh okay. Not too far off. Uh, men, because they had to do a, a average, 
men reach it in their 50s and women experience it in their 30s. So they, they found that spot at 47, but men a little older because and then women a little younger. So, Amy, you should have already hit yours. Hmm. Maybe you're in it now. You don't even know. Yeah, it. I don't know. Nothing but blue sky ahead. Um, all right. Thank you, guys. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow. Search for The Bobby Bone Show. Just search Bobby Bone Show on demand on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to your podcast. And there is a difference between Bobby Bone Show on demand and Bobby Bone Show replay. On demand, you can start from the beginning. Replay is just a loop that keeps going all the time. So we have all these options for you. Thank you. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Oh, it's Bobby Bones Show.